Hi, and welcome to Five Minutes of Rum. Notes on rum, a few minutes at a time. My name is Kevin Up the Grove. On this episode, I'll talk a bit about gold Jamaican rum, talk a little bit more about Appleton VX in particular, and then touch on honey as a cocktail ingredient and mix up Don's special daiquiri. So gold Jamaican rum is quite simply an, an aged rum from Jamaica. So it's not exactly the same category as dark Jamaican rum, which we talked about in episode three. Um, rather than be so heavily molasses, uh, gold Jamaican rum is most simply a Jamaican rum and then barrel aged for a period of time. There is a silver Jamaican rum, although that's a category that's pretty much dominated by the overproof J. Ray and nephew uh, that we're going to talk about in a future episode. So uh, gold Jamaican rum is simply silver Jamaican rum aged in a barrel. Um, it has you know, some of the same characteristics as a dark Jamaican rum um, in that it's at least partially pot stilled. Most Jamaican rums, if they're not exclusively pot stilled, they do pot stilling and then do some column stilling as well. Um, and though, though it's not as strongly tied to the soil it's grown on as a rum agricole from last episode, uh, it certainly does retain some of the characteristics of the soil it's grown in. In in area in my area, there isn't a lot of choices in the you know, gold Jamaican rum category. Unlike silver Puerto Rican rum, where you could probably rattle off half a dozen of them without even trying, uh, half a dozen brands without even trying, uh, there's really only Appleton's various offerings and Smith & Cross as the gold Jamaican rum representatives. Every once in a while, you might run across a bottle of Myers Gold Rum as well. Uh, Smith & Cross itself is a fantastic rum. It's one of my favorites and one that's going to be coming up in an episode very soon. Uh, but quite simply for me, if a recipe calls for gold Jamaican rum, um, which honestly in, in, recipe, in tiki recipes, calling for gold Jamaican rum is not nearly as common as calling for dark Jamaican rum. But when it does call for a gold Jamaican rum, I usually reach for an Appleton rum. Um, I do mix in Smith & Cross a bit on those recipes as well. But due to its unique flavor profile, uh, you kind of have to be careful where you mix that um, and what ingredients it'll mix well with. So let's talk about a particular gold Jamaican rum, and that's Appleton VX. Appleton VX is a blend of 15 rums, hence the name, which is actually sort of backwards Roman numerals. It should actually be XV, I believe, but that's truly what the VX stands for, is the 15 rums that it's blended from. Um, it's aged in oak. Uh, it's probably the best overall Jamaican rum at its price point, which is typically $16 to $18 for a 750 milliliter bottle. Uh, like the Plantation Barbados five-year rum that we talked about in episode one, it's equally at home as a mixer, and it's also a rum that you could drink neat. Uh, again, going back to the the style, the gold Jamaican rum style, it is a combination of pot and column stills, uh, like many other Jamaican rums. The pot still adds a little bit more character than the column still does. It sort of gives it um, a unique profile that you don't get just from column stilling. Um, and because there's a because it's a blend, there's a lot of work done by the distillery's master blender to not just create a great rum, but also one that's consistent from bottle to bottle. So a lot of care is taken um, in blending this rum, so you get a consistent rum from year to year and from you know batch to batch. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about the Appleton Estate in particular on an upcoming episode that will feature Appleton's 21-year rum. Um, I first tried Appleton VX as part of a rum and chocolate symposium at Tiki Oasis 9. Appleton was a sponsor of that event. Um, we tasted the VX, the Reserve, and the 12-year in that session. I'll put a uh, photo of that in the show notes. Um, so not only did we learn about the fact that you can pair rum and chocolate together, and they do play, play nicely together, but it was also a real good introduction to Jamaican rum for me um, and the category itself and getting to sample different kinds. In fact, 
from the point of that symposium was really where I developed a real fondness for Appleton rum and looked for a lot of excuses to not just buy the 12 year and the reserve and the VX, but really mix that into whatever cocktail I could. So in tasting Appleton VX, uh, well, first let's take a look at the appearance. So pouring into a glass, it's a real golden brown color in the glass. Um, and if you hold it up and sort of tilt it to the side, there's a barely visible green tint on the edge of the rum line in the glass. Um, you kind of need to see that when looking at it through a good light source, uh, which means you really shouldn't see it at all because you should be drinking this in a dimly lit tiki bar. Uh, the aroma, it's very woody. Um, you can smell the barrel that it came from. Uh, it's not unlike the house spirits run that we talked about in a previous episode, and it's not very harsh on the nose. There's not a lot of alcohol burn when you smell it. Uh, tasting it, it's, I would say, cool to the taste and easy to sip. Definitely not as sweet as the dark Jamaican style, which had that heavy molasses element. Uh, this has a distinctive character, but there's not really one single note that dominates for me. So unlike rum agricole, where you get the grassiness, and dark Jamaican rum, where you get the molasses sugar notes, uh, this is more of a you know, sort of a blend of those things, sort of a, a smooth drinking rum, but not any one thing that stands out. And on the finish, it's again, a, a long, smooth finish with very minimal burn. So you can tell when sipping this rum neat that it's a, a really good multi-use rum. It's got just enough dimension on its own to be sipped straight, uh, but it's also going to work really nicely with other rums inside of different cocktails. So before we talk about the cocktail in this episode, I want to talk a little bit about honey as a sweetener. Uh, honey is great as a sweetener, but a little bit difficult to use in a cocktail if you're squeezing it right out of the bear. Um, it adds a little bit, not just sweetness, but a little extra flavor over, say, st a straight simple syrup. Um, and then honey that you buy from local vendors will be of the region. So in other words, you may end up with different variants beyond just the standard clover honey that you find in the store. You may get an orange blossom honey. You may get a sage honey um, because honey is you know directly cultivated from the honeycombs of bees that are pollinating particular plants, you end up with a honey that's representative of that plant and therefore representative of the area that you're in. So if at all possible, good to get some local honey, maybe from a farmer's market or even just from the grocery store, look for a local brand that's going to have something that's from your area. Um, honey itself, though, is really hard to measure and hard to dispense in a cocktail because you're going to use such small element, you're going to use such small amounts of it. Um, it doesn't mix very well at room temperature. So one way to coax it out and use it in a cocktail is to heat it, uh, but you would need to do that for every cocktail that you're going to prepare. So if it's for one, maybe that's not so bad, but if you want to have it on standby, it's really a little bit cumbersome to do it that way. So for preparation, it's really simple to kind of have honey on hand. There's a, a, nature, um, a name honey mix that you hear. Uh, honey mix is a little bit of a misnomer because it sounds like it's kind of complicated, but it's actually very simple. In a medium saucepan, you just bring together equal parts honey and water and then heat that over very low heat just until it's combined. Um, you could almost just do that with hot water and honey and not even use the heat of the stove. You don't really want to cook the honey at all, so very little heat is required. And once it combines, bottle it in the olive oil bottles that we talked about in episodes two and three with, say, the passion fruit syrup and the simple syrup with a little bit of silver rum to help stabilize it and prevent crystallization. And by mixing those equal parts of water and honey, you get something that stays fluid and can be used in a cocktail very easily, and yet still retains the, the honey element that adds that extra dimension again to your cocktail. So the recipe in this episode is Dawn's Special Daiquiri. I've pulled this from, uh, from Beach Bumberry Remixed. Again, that Beach Bumberry Remixed book is one that you should absolutely have. I've linked to that in the show notes again, so you can pick that up if you don't already have it. 
And what's unique about this recipe is it uses something, well, not unique, but what's interesting about this recipe in the context of this podcast is that it uses something from many of the previous episodes. So it uses silver Puerto Rican rum and fresh lime juice that we talked about in episode two, uh, passion fruit syrup from E3, and then it uses today's feature rum, Appleton VX, and today's mixer, Honey Mix. And this is a daiquiri-style drink, so it's going to be served straight up into a cocktail glass. The recipe for Dawn's special daiquiri is one half ounce of fresh lime juice. Always use fresh juice, no bottled lime juice, please. One half ounce of honey mix, one half ounce of passion fruit syrup, one half ounce of light Puerto Rican rum, and one ounce of gold Jamaican rum. Simply shake those together in a Boston shaker with ice cubes and then strain into a chilled cocktail glass. All right, and I've got my Dawn special daiquiri right here, so I'm going to go ahead and sample that. Mm. Definitely, definitely taste the different dimensions of sweetness in there. So traditional daiquiri, of course, rum, lime juice, and simple syrup. This one you're getting sweetener from passion fruit syrup as well as the honey. You taste both of those. There's a little bit of tartness and a little bit of sour from the lime juice. And then the Appleton kind of gives it a little bit more complexity than a traditional daiquiri. And I think probably the half ounce of light Puerto Rican rum is there just to punch it up a little bit. I think you could probably easily make this with just gold Jamaican rum and do an ounce and a half instead of a half ounce of Puerto Rican and an ounce of the gold Jamaican. So that's it for this episode. Um, next time we're going to talk about the Mai Tai, specifically the Trader Vic's Mai Tai. This could be a long episode. So thanks for listening. Show links are going to be up on the 5 Minutes of Rum website. That's the number 5, minutesofrum.com. The show is also on iTunes as 5 Minutes of Rum. Uh, on iTunes, you can subscribe. You can rate the show. You could even leave a review. Uh, if you do that, that would be appreciated, either rating the show or leaving a review. The show is also on Twitter as at 5 Minutes of Rum, so at symbol number 5 Minutes of Rum. Please send in comments, corrections, feedback, and requests that you might have via the 5 Minutes of Rum website or on Twitter. And now, go get some rum.